Hey, I'm Jeff Reed. I'm Greg Killian. This is a from First to Last podcast. It's a mini episode. Mini episode. We're not doing a theme song. We're not doing a synopsis. We're no. not even giving you the history of the film. No, we, we don't need a history of the film. Digging in. Who hasn't seen this film? I don't know. I don't oh, know. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. But we are talking during our season for Catherine Bigelow. You can go back and listen to some great films in that season. Yeah, it's some um, great films. Check it out. But we had a random conversation in our wrap-up about Chris Nolan's work somehow. I yeah. can't remember how we got there, but we talked Chris Jeff Nolan's work. Jeff always finds a reason to get there. Um, I know how we... I know fucking wait. exactly how we got there. But I'm yes, no shame. But yes. I freaking love Chris He's Nolan. He's a Nolanite. I freaking love He's it. He's a Nolanite. Tenet has been calling my name like it's really? nobody business. I've put things in front of it at the it moment. He calls me and I go, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, go, go away. I, tell I you, don't want to hear it. It's on... After this this film today, it's on I'm Netflix. like... I'm like, it's just dropped on Netflix. Yeah. You can check it out. Um, Go watch it. Put it. subtitles on. Uh, <laughs> but after um, this this film, which we are talking The Dark Knight Rises today, we had an idea which was let's watch it because we talked about how we didn't like it and we were sort of thinking, I wonder if we looked at it as a standalone film and not as the third part of a trilogy. Yeah. And especially following the um, amazing, yeah, somewhat masterpiece of yeah. the Dark Knight. Uh, following that, was it the fact that it was such a great second film that the third film was just sort of tainted by that a little, uh, or yeah. was this actually a really good standalone film for yeah. a general punter? Um, I'm saying this is better than I thought it was. It's better than I remembered it. Yeah. But there are definitely some things that I think could be tightened up and we'd have a great a good film. Good half in here. hour. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I actually think can I, I'm going to go there really no, early. Let's do it. We're, but, we've only got a short amount of time. We should have a timer on. <laughs> uh, we, we should. I didn't put it on. I apologize. I'll put it on right now. Yeah, while Jeff, we're I can't talking, see the timer. I don't I know. know what we're talking about. My bad. My oh, bad. Oh, man. Uh, there we are. It's not in seconds, though. Well, My bad that's again. cool. I don't even <laughs> know what's that in. That looks hardcore. That looks uh, crazy. There you go. We're cooking now. Um, cooking, yes. I would love, though, Craig, to do a season. I'm throwing it out there. I would happily do a Chris Nolan season because I actually think there is such fascinating stuff to talk about in every one of his films. As a <sighs> filmmaker, I can't fathom. I watch this. But is that like a glowing season? Would it be every episode is like, oh, what an amazing film? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't See, know. That's, that's, I, I, I sort of worry, you know. It's same like if we did a Spielberg season. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like these, these like a Scorsese season. I yeah. know John's fucking hanging for us. I'd do a Scorsese season purely because I think there's so much unknown quantity in there for me. Really? I feel like I've watched Taxi Driver once. I've not seen Raging Bull. Oh, John's going to hate it. I don't think I've seen Goodfellas. If I have, it's so Jeff, long ago. I know, Craig. The fuck? I've not seen Last Temptation. Oh, um, wow. There's so many Scorsese yeah, films. Yeah, good point. That I've not seen. Okay, good point on Scorsese. We'll keep him maybes. I could flat out hate the Scorsese season, you but could, I don't We'll get the eyebrows, maybe. But uh, Nolan, when I think about his body of work, not thinking about Tenet, but even to go, is Memento as great a film as I remember? Is The Prestige as great a film as I remember? Yes. Is, uh, which I know. Memento, is. yes. Um, is Insomnia. Insomnia as good as I remember? It was damn good. Um, what else have we got in there? You know, Batman Begins is a really solid It is. I watched it a long ago. Damn good film. It's still. so good. Um, and Inception. <laughs> Come on. 
This is ridiculous. You know, he's yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. It's sort of, there's some sort of, like, even though I tease you about it, like, I admittedly, I haven't seen Dunkirk. Oh, I haven't see. seen Interstellar, and I haven't seen, oh, well, I, I'm, I'm blocking out Tenet. <laughs> so, Craig, can I go there? Mm-hmm. Interstellar is probably his best work. Really? Yeah. All right, it's cool. so incredible. All right, it's, all right, all right. Nolan is known as that director who is, if there's anyone that's close to being Kubrickian in a modern sense, yeah, his approach to filmmaking is Kubrickian. Yeah. Oh, it's very true. Yeah, yeah. He's um, very um, OCD. And Interstellar is the closest thing to Kubrick he could come. Is it muffled sound? From memory, no. Okay. I remember, um, I remember reading an article saying it was muffled. And I got to I see it uh, just before they shut down the Darling Harbour IMAX. Oh, they wow. played for a week. They played seven of the greatest IMAX releases, mm-hmm. and Interstellar was playing. And I got to see it with my brother-in-law, and it was such a, a glorious cinematic experience. Awesome. It was so good, um, and hit me as hard that time as it's hit me every other time. So I'm really happy. But we're not here to talk about the work of Christopher Nolan. Nope. We're here to talk about the final instalment to his Batman trilogy. Yeah. The Dark Knight trilogy, you could call it. Yeah, very true. Um, the Dark Knight Rises. Damn right. And Craig. I really want to know, what were you expecting going into this? <laughs> Watching this. I was expecting something better? <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, I was thinking, because I remember watching it at the movies. Like, there's a lot of times where the way I, I walked into the film really be I'll be too stubborn and it'll be the way I walk out of it too so sometimes I'm just like yeah man, man I'm in such a good mood that movie was amazing and then I watch it again I go oh that was shit um, <laughs> but and I thought this is one of them but in the opposite I thought oh man I'll go in and it just won't be you know that good and then and I thought maybe I was just biased and so yeah, intriguing yeah exactly I thought oh yeah I was really, I remember coming out of this, there were two things about this film that were really big for me. Um, I read the novelization. Oh, wow. Um, which was like years ago. We're talking 90s. Yeah, when they did novelizations. Um, which that was, weren't Star Wars related. It wasn't a um, comic novelization. It was actually like they'd written a novel based on Batman. Yeah. Uh, which is the one where Bane breaks Batman's back. <laughs> And so I was so excited. It was actually, I read it just after the terrible one with Uma Thurman, uh, Batman and Robin, because that's got that really horrible (laughs) Bane in it. Um, That really kitschy one. That was awesome, Um, kitschy brain. So I was so excited because as soon as I saw some of the stuff going on in the trailer, Mm. I knew we were getting that storyline. Yeah. And so the storyline is that Batman is in his 40s, Yep. Um, his back is broken by Bane. Yep. And while he's in traction, he has to train someone up to take the Batman mantle. Yeah. Which doesn't become Nightwing. It's just a new version of Batman. Yeah, exactly. The um, guy used to be like Arcadian or Arcadius or something like that. I can't remember. In the comic book. Oh, okay, cool. So that's what happened in the comic book. So good. Well, so I, I was really excited for that. Now, I, after um, watching it, I was really ticked off because... The ending felt like such a cop-out to me. Yes. Which is, the the whole premise is, Bruce Wayne 
has had his people work on a clean energy source. Yep. If we were in the Iron Man world, it was an arc reactor. It was an arc reactor. This is a fusion reactor. Bruce Wayne isn't as smart as Tony Stark in these films. No, but he's got Lucius Fox and the team to yeah, do it exactly. for him, like, doesn't he? Even though they hinted it because, you know, he's building software, yep. they make him handy, Yeah, but he's not ridiculously intelligent. intelligent. Yeah. He's not a genius genius. And so the whole premise is that he has um, <laughs> created this power source that then gets taken by Bane yep. and turned into a nuclear bomb. Yep. And he's got to go save the day. Yep. He hasn't been doing well post-Dark Knight. No, no. he's The death of Two-Face hit him pretty hard. And he's missed. And and his girlfriend. And sad turtle. Right. <laughs> sad turtle. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Um, Who came up with that? I don't that? Know. I remember you telling me, like, oh my God, she's a sad turtle. <laughs> but um, so her passing hit him pretty hard as well. He's been limping about. Yeah. I loved Anne Hathaway in this film. Yeah, I loved it. What a great Catwoman. See, the funny thing is, and this coming back to this, the things I didn't like about the first time I watched it aren't the one things I dislike about the second time. 100% great. So that's what I'm saying. It's like there's different holes and I've become more agreeable with the ones I did didn't I liked Hannah Anne Hathaway in this. Me too. One thing I she, did not like Joseph Gordon Levitt. Neither did I. <laughs> I think I think his smarminess. Yes. I think he was like uh, also, can I say, is it a cop out when he says, I knew you were Batman when you came in when I was like 10 years old in the orphanage? Yeah, exactly. Hey, you know, there's this. I can tell by your eyes. Oh, you Batman. Come on now. Yeah, and, and, and I like how Bruce Wayne's like, You got me. <laughs> yeah, man. You got Guilty. me. Guilty. Guilty. Guilty as charged. Who, me? I can't believe it's taken so long. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was something that bothered me. I actually felt if the Joseph Gordon Levitt bits were cut out of the film, mm. it would be a faster paced film. I think the whole police something. Plot? Yeah, all of them getting buried under there? Yeah, I think just pretty much cut out most of the police. Yep. Kept it tighter. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like, I obviously, I understand you need police because, you know, Bane takes over a whole city. Well, I actually think if... Yeah, and yes, I get that. And so what do we do with the police? Why yeah. aren't they trying to stop him? How does it become this lawless society? Yeah. Um. So I get that. But they are clearly setting up Joseph Gordon-Levitt to take over the mantle. Yeah. To become... His name's Robin. That's right. It is Robin, which you'd expect maybe in that, I don't know, is could it be a tie-in that he was going to be it in the Zack Snyder world, you know, but those yeah. plans got kiboshed? I don't Who know. Knows. But the worst is, is the storyline of him helping Commissioner Gordon and investigate for him. Like, he becomes a detective so quick. Oh, you know, he's like, make him a detective. Wear a suit You're a detective now, boy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, this would really piss off everybody that had He's to sit like, those uh, tests. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Fuck, um, you just met him. <laughs> you just met him. He just walked into your room. Uh, excuse me, sir, but I'm a nurse. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, bring in the next guy. You're a detective now. I'm your doctor. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> Give me um, these drugs. I'm here to insert a catheter. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please bend over, Commissioner Gordon? Oh, you're good. You're a detective. <laughs> you're a detective now. <laughs> Something's not right here. Yeah, exactly. He's just making everyone detectives. You're perfect. <laughs> um, but you're investigating that hole too good. <laughs> um, I just, like, it was really disappointing that the way that they used Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this. And I really wanted it to be... I feel like it could have worked as a fourth film, but without Christian Bale. Look, I saw where Nolan was going with it. Nolan was trying to go... pivot away from Batman more yep. towards the community that yep. Batman created. Yeah. Like, um, towards, like, Gotham. Yeah. I wanted to focus on Gotham, but that's... You know, and I think he wanted to create more of that, you know, um, Gotham bands together. So, the best way to explain this is he tried to make this like post 9-11 New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's what he was trying to go for, that New York City bands together. You know, like, um, which which scene are we doing? It's a Spider-Man movie. And then everyone's trying to attack Spider-Man. Uh, it's Andrew Garfield one. Yep. And he's trying to save. Uh, he's trying to save the kid on the bridge. And then everyone starts throwing something at. Yeah, is yeah, that, yeah. Is that Spider-Man? Yeah, it's is Spider-Man. that Andrew Garfield? No, that's um. That's that's, that's Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, the first one. Yeah, which yeah. is post nine eleven, literally. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you don't New mess York. with New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you get that sense of whoa, New York band together. You know yeah. what I mean? Even on the um, even on the subway or on the train, when it starts to crash and they carry him through, you know, yeah. you know, and that guy stands in front of him. I think that's what he was trying to go for yeah. with that Gotham, but trying to get that because obviously Gotham's very New Yorkish. Yeah, but it doesn't come across like nah. that. It's really weird. You're just nah. like, yeah, I don't give a shit about Gotham. I reckon. After our Catherine Bigelow season where she can so easily make the city a character in itself, yeah. it's really disappointing because you go, oh, wow. Like, I can see how important that is yeah. for a director. and actually, Especially if you're film. taken away from it. Yeah, big time. Big time. So, yeah. Because, like, it's meant to be a utopia now. Yes. After Harvey Dent and they put in the Dent Act. Yeah. It's... Which I didn't even pay attention to the first time. I was like, oh, really? There's a dent act? Yeah, oh, cool. I heard That's that awesome. I was like, oh. Oh, I totally missed that in the first time I watched it. Um, and so everything's a utopia for eight years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone's loved it. And, you know, Bane didn't do anything for eight years. But I assume. Because he was getting out of that prison? Well. Doing lots of push-ups? No. I, he was building his career as a mercenary, I assume. So yeah, yeah. The timing's off. The movie timing is off in this film, hundred percent. And I think that's already picked out. You know, yeah. Like the fact that you, it takes him to get over a back injury. It takes him like three days to climb up out. That's the thing that in I'm in the like, middle of the Middle East, and then somehow end up back in Gotham in very suit quickly in like a day. I that's maybe Superman does exist. The time <laughs> the timeline's wonky for me in the sense that I think. Bane should have broke his back really early. Yeah. So you you have you you cut to the chase. He's been a um a hermit for all that time. Mm. I can live with that. Yeah. He's going through PTSD. Yep. Awesome. Even, yeah. even putting Lots the suits on bad. Yeah. But then he gets drawn into things, 
has to come out of retirement. Yep. Fair enough. Get that. Put the suit on. Bane breaks his back. Dark Knight returns. That's exactly right. And then he's got to be in the prison for a whole amount of time. Yeah. He's disappeared. Where is Batman? Oh, we saw him. Where is he? Oh, I've got to get this young cop to help me out now to solve the crime, Commissioner Gordon. Yep. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's brought into things. Yep. He's, He's introduced early on as a as a um, rookie a patrol, rookie patrolman. Yep, you come back to him a year later. He's a detective. Yes, I love it. And then we've explained why Christian Bale is miraculously healed by having a rope around his shoulders. Yeah, exactly. And so, well, he escaped and he's been in recovery, you know, yeah. in the Batcave. Yeah, and I do love the idea of him trying to get out of there. Yeah, that's awesome. That that stuff's all good. It's also awesome because you suddenly know why Bane's theme music always has that chanting. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, <sighs> and so it's it's it's, it's a long word to just say rise. Yeah, <laughs> what are they saying? That's rise. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Languages are funny. Lord Vader. Hoo, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it just, to me, I actually think if we were doing a Nolan season, mm. I feel like this film would be... At the bottom of the list. Well, it... <laughs> not ranking. Oh, I haven't seen Insomnia, but... <laughs> but, well, but I think like every now and then in a, in a season, we see a film that starts planting seeds for future films. Yeah. And I feel like this one, those oh, that opening scene with Bane that's very James Bondish, very Mission impossible where they hijack the plane yeah. and... All that stuff to get the the um, scientist. But did you did you get thrown off by old Littlefinger there? You know, Surprise he me. I, he was very overreacting in that <laughs> in a horrible accent. Whoa, this is what you want. <laughs> he went to the Eric Banner School yeah, for American accents. It was horrible. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's really jarring. I don't remember. I didn't even remember a... him being in the film. Yeah, so. oh, yeah same. There's a um, lot I didn't remember being in the film, like Killian Murphy. I didn't remember. Oh, being. see, um. I was doing a little bit. I recently went and saw A Quiet Place too, oh, cool. uh, and Killian Murphy's in that. And so I was just going through his IMDb, and I was like, "Dark Knight Rises." <laughs> and then when he popped up, I was like, "Oh, he's, he's at a in desk. all three of them." Yeah, I, um, I do wish as well that I think <laughs> I feel like we just solved the film actually, <laughs> Craig, yeah. by breaking his back early, just in the sheer sense that. Again, Gotham plunges into anarchy so quickly, but we brush over it so quickly that things like um, the was it the politician who gets made walk out? He gets exiled and sent out onto the ice. Oh, I can't yeah. remember. Who, or maybe it was remember. the cop. Yeah, someone, yeah a cop does. Um, and so, like again, those things. The exile to me is like. Oh, it's a cool thing, but we haven't lingered on it enough to actually get the sense that this is threatening. Yeah. So, yeah, just little things like that. But... And it's also just... It's also weird in how they break it down. Sorry, you finish your point first and I'll get back to mine. Well, I was I was just going to say after that is like that these moments, which now I can really nitpick when we're discussing it. Yeah. But in the moment, I actually felt like this was a far more engrossing film than I remembered it being. Exactly. I think it's... I think um, 
But I loved Bane in this. Me too. I just didn't think... I don't know. I, I think he could have been better in a more trimmed down film. I don't think he was the right villain for this. So, how I mean by that is... The League of Shadows... Yep. Bring down civilizations. Okay, so yep. Brings down civilizations um, quietly. Yep. You know, they... They, you know, they did it with Carthage and all this type of stuff. And they bring it all down quietly. But Bane's not quiet at all. He literally blows up a fucking stadium. You know what I mean? Like, he's full, he goes full terrorist. Yeah. Like, if we went with our our earlier plot line, where, you know, um, let's say Bane comes in, he's pretty much worked closely with Talia, Agul, whatever it is. And then a year later, it comes back to um, Gotham, you know, and, you know, Batman's been away and so on. And he's a detective. And um, Robin's a detective. But also, you see that Gotham has gone down since yep. then. Because of the influence that he started to build up in that time. It would have been, you know, oh, yeah, okay, cool. That makes sense. But he just comes on the scene and starts just... He's very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> like, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like, oh, really? League of Shadows aren't really strategic anymore, are they? They're just like... Let's put some bombs in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, I totally agree. Like and she runs she runs Wayne Enterprises. Yeah. Why do you need to be so heavy handed if your boss is running the number one company that in pretty the much city. Exactly. Yeah. All you need to do is bankrupt Wayne Enterprises and friggin' you know, the The world crumbles. Exactly. But then, Gotham crumbles. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so Interesting, isn't it? And I'd love to do a bit of research to see if maybe there was a change in writer yeah. for the film, especially from Dark Knight to Dark Knight Rises, um, which I've not done that research because mm. it's a mini episode. Mini-me! Um, it's just, yeah, I guess I could see why after a film that basically has no plot holes yeah. in the Dark Knight and is solid... It, despite its length, is really quick paced. Yeah, it's it's you couldn't trim much out of that film, you know. But this one was a weird one, cause again, as well, the thing that leaves me feel sort of unresolved is the fact that we have we're possibility of a fourth film if we want. Yeah, because at the end, you see Robin goes into yeah. Wayne Manor, knows where all the stuff is, but. We also have been making sure we wrap up a heap of characters. Yeah. So, you know, just weird things like, um, you know, I love the idea. And can we just take a moment, Craig, and talk about how incredible Michael Caine is in in this film? Oh, yes. See, that's the thing. Nolan brings these. And Nolan has that ability to just make amazing things out of these amazing characters. Literally got tears out of me in this movie. Oh, he does. He does. He's like, he's seen at the graveside when he's like, I failed you. I failed you. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, my word. He was so good. So at the end, I love the payoff of Bruce Wayne sitting there. Yeah. With Anne Hathaway. Oh. They're on holidays. Oh, they're chilling out. Maybe going to have some kittens. Stolen money. Stolen money. Well. He's know. broke when I left. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's true. That's true. Now he had stuff stashed oh, everywhere. It's, it's Batman. He's they funneled went, money. They went to the it's Caymans. It's in a bad account. 
in a bannequin. <laughs> he had it hanging from the ceiling. Uh, <laughs> I was reading some dude say, what do you some dude say? He goes, well, if you look back at the Batman and Robin um, movie, you saw that Batman had his own credit card. <laughs> you should have known at that time that Batman is too egotistical to handle his own money. <laughs> so just, <laughs> oh, I love it. I know. It's I awful. love it. Um, it's really interesting though because it did... I guess when you look at it as a trilogy, though, it does sour the trilogy. A, it a sours little. the trilogy a lot. Yes. Um. It. It's. He tried to take it up a notch, but not logically. Yeah. Like I think these were two movies. Yes, I agree, Craig. I think these were two movies. So I think this one. It would have been amazing if this one left of the cliffhanger of Batman's back broken. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you could have started the the fourth movie about him moving forward in like, you know, yes. about a year later, you know, a year later, you know, friggin' Robin the detective now trying to fight crime because Gotham's gone to shit. Develop Yeah, exactly. Catwoman's become more of a friggin' Make Mendelssohn the villain. Yeah. Mendelssohn was just in and out. He was oh, so disappointing. I know, exactly. And he's look, he goes to the same school of friggin' um Act like that that accent he was horrible. Yeah, he's better when he's just doing that Aussie accent. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> but yeah, that would have I think that would have been a lot a lot better film. Yeah, I think Bane would have been two two hour films. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. And Bane would have been a lot more hardcore, and yep. it would have been good if you built up. You would have had more time to build up Talia Ghul. Yes, instead of being yes. that one night stand who suddenly became this like. Who became the mob boss? I'm like, seriously, is this a TV series? Yeah, we got there real quick. Didn't yeah, we? really quickly with that weird Batman face. Hey, how weird's his face when he gets stabbed by Talia? <laughs> <laughs> it's like an almost like an orgasm. <laughs> just, Twist it, Kalia, Kalia, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, man, his his lisp gets so big in this one. <laughs> it is just it's out of control. It's um. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? Like, again, that the the playing of the Talia Al Ghul feels like another missed opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Because that should have again, it weirded me out because I half expected two things. I, I half expected her to be. I can't even remember who I thought she was going to be. But when again this time, I'd forgotten that she was Raz Al Ghul's mm. daughter. And I was like, "Oh, like really yeah. sort of disappointed. The other thing I thought was weird was when Robin starts talking, this is a little tangent, Robin starts talking about when he met Batman at the orphanage. I thought he was going to be that weird kid in Batman Begins that's um, on the, you know, that's <laughs> yeah, on the, exactly. no one would believe me, it's you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know that right. kid? <laughs> I thought he was going to be that kid growing that's right. up. Batman gave him something hardcore. He gave him like a, a gadget. Yeah, like a gadget. And do you know who that kid is? No? It's Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Oh, it is too. <laughs> As a little Man, kid. Well, he grew up well. <laughs> <laughs> He's retired now. Um, but yeah, so the, the Talia Ghoul thing, it's a, this is a film. It's of a shoehorn. Oh, hard, Craig. Well, it's not a shoehorn. I don't think he threw it in there because of notes. I just think it just, it, it wasn't thought out enough how, what he threw in there. But it's, if executed right, and again, I really have to stress, this is just 
two people who love movies just wishing better for a movie because yeah. it just. Oh, there's some fantastic parts in this movie. Yes, and I love Bane. I love the script for Bane. Bane is the the best bit of this. Bane film. is. He makes so obviously, like you mentioned before, the Bane we've seen previously on screen yep. was this big plastic-looking dude who probably had a huge weird donk. Like <laughs> 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 you just because remember in the 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 other one he had these big veins coming out. Imagine his dick. Would have been <laughs> uh, but I'm picturing like a like a, a white like, sea like, cucumber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like a horny horse, just this huge <laughs> fucking veins coming through it. When when the venom comes through, <laughs> when the venom comes, through, here comes the venom. Um, but um, <laughs> but that's bane. Shuttle down, bane. Oh, the pain that comes later. <laughs> but, but he basically um, shocking. He. He, what Nolan, I love what Nolan, and obviously the screenwriter, I think, whether it was Chris or yeah, not. I'll look at it while we're Whether talking. it was um, his brother. He, the, he turned Bane into this, this menacing yeah. figure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is why it pisses me off a little bit that he's just so thuggish in that, in, in the way he goes about it. Because he comes across as this intelligent figure. You know what I mean? Um, he comes across like that where basically, you know, like he, that fight scene with Batman yep. is probably one of the best superhero fight scenes you'll see because he literally dissects Batman. He now, does. one thing I didn't realize from before, but yes, Batman's been off for eight years. and He, he would be rusty. Exactly. And he even says, he goes, you know, you've lost a lot of your strength. Yep. You know what I mean? You're, you're just half... And he is. He's probably half the dude that he was at peak Batman. But, like, he just takes him apart. Mm. Oh, it breaks him down. And it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I was born in the dark. I think you're, you're right. Bane is actually... The opening sequence with the plane shows Bane the mercenary still at work. Yeah. So it makes so much sense for his character. Yeah. The football stadium makes zero sense. No, exactly. Because, again, the the mercenary would follow a chain of command. Yeah. So you could almost picture that football stadium would be executed by someone else and they wondered if it was Bane. Yeah. He wouldn't be front and centre in it. Or if they did that, Bane planted something where they blamed some. Yep. someone else or yeah. blame the government for it for something else you know where he framing helps, Mendelssohn's character yeah, where he or, helps destabilize everything yeah. you know what I mean like he totally. actually does this dramatic speech it's, the, it's your government that are doing this to yeah. you you know what I mean and while he holds his chest and shit like that and you just go really no one's gonna no one's gonna care you just blew up a football stadium no one's gonna suddenly join your team man if he was destabilizing a that's city. what I was hoping it would relate back to Harvey Dent. Wouldn't it be awesome if Bane was just this um, this Bond? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this Bond-type character just destabilizing Gotham. Yep. You know what I mean? And Batman, yeah. and that's where Batman had to uh, meet him out on it. Maybe the, the where, where it struggles is 
that's what I imagine Raz Al Ghul would end up being. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and I guess they talk about the fact that Bane was trained by Raz Al Ghul. Mm. And so you almost expect that again. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's just missed. It's a film of missed opportunities, really, isn't it? Definitely. Def- like, there's some, like what we're saying, there's, there's some amazing moments in it. And there's <laughs> some amazing, like, one of the best things is when they go to. And, and 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 this is actually a guy picked this up that when they go to the masks, you know, they're going to the prom. I mean, the yep, dance, the masquerade, or masquerade whatever. ball, and basically, you know, and he and they explain about it. Obviously, the only person not wearing a mask is Bruce Wayne. Yep, because Batman's him, his true identity. Yeah, Batman's his true identity. He is the mask. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he even says it. He goes, yeah, I'm pretending to be. And that's great. You know, yeah. that's a great character bit where you actually, you know, dive into how he thinks of himself at yep. that time. Yeah. But, but yeah. Mm. Which obviously goes against the fact that he's been eight years not being <laughs> Batman. But you know what I mean? It's, yeah. You forgive it. Yeah, forgive it. You forgive it. Um, really interesting film. I would love... This really has made me want to go um, on a bit of a Nolan run to see where this fits in context of his filmography. Yeah. Uh, again, I think there are seeds. I can see elements of Tenet in this and I can see elements of Inception yeah. popping up in it. I think Inception might have happened in between this and Dark Yeah, might have, yeah. Um, uh, just having a look at who wrote the film, same writers as... Dark Knight as well. Christian. His brother. Oh, okay, yeah. His brother and him wrote the films. Again, you don't know what sort of studio pressure there is. Oh, exactly. Like say, the end was rushed. Yeah. Like Bane's this amazing, brutal character who gets shot. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. He starts to fail when you break a little cylinder on his face. Yeah, because he can feel pain. Now. Oh, now he can feel pain. Bane yeah. feel pain. Painful pain. Oh, <laughs> can I say that? I don't I like think the pain. You can't watch this film and at the football scene, especially. I was like, "Oh goodness, we are seeing some little fingerprints for the Justice League film that Zack Snyder dropped." Oh in yeah, here massively. I remember. Yeah, Nolan went on to. He produce, was executive producing. Yeah, exactly. Those films, so, so I reckon he done that. He, I reckon there was part of that universe that they pitched at him, but he just basically no, nah, I want to finish it with my style. Yep. He stole. Was... <laughs> so I, I just think I th- I found this film was really it was intriguing to me to go oh I can see how much Nolan probably was in those Snyder DC films yeah oh yeah and, and the the roots that were sort of planted under there well he was there all the way because you remember the him and Debbie Snyder telling Zach not to watch yeah not to watch. Joss yeah, Whedon Joss one. Whedon one. So, so that's people who are involved, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, who who have stakes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think Nolan's listed as a producer on all Justice League. I, I think, think he dropped out. Syncope isn't listed as a production company for maybe Batman vs Superman. Ah, cool. Maybe. Actually, it might actually just be Justice League because then Snyder wasn't involved. Oh. Maybe he wasn't on that and then he's back on for the other one. But I was just found that really interesting. So I reckon, Craig, we could probably finish things up here so we don't drag on too long with yeah, this. Yeah, let's not drag you, drag. Um, but overall, I still enjoyed the film. Oh, I, enjoyed I enjoyed the it film. more than I remembered. I actually gave it, we're going to rate it out of five. Out of five? Five It's surprising. My expectations were so low going into this. Oh, really? So I got 
I got a bit excited. I gave it a four star. <laughs> oh wow, Jeff! Yeah, on Letterboxd, uh, I might have got a bit excited on there. I'm gonna uh, go three and a half. Three and a half makes yeah. total sense. Yeah, exactly. Makes total sense. So, Craig, where can people find us? Go on to Twitter. Go on to Instagram at FFTL Podcast. Or go on to Facebook from First to Last Podcast. We've got a page in there. Get on there and do some commenting. Yes. Do some liking the pages and loving. Um, <laughs> there you go. If you want to email us, uh, go, you know, send us a love letter. Go on to info at FFTLpodcast.com. That's our email address. Yep. Or go on to our website, www.fftlpodcast.com. Love it. You know, we're everywhere, wherever all podcasts are. All the good podcasts. Share us with a mate. Share us with a mate. Exactly. Be like a can of Coke. Share us with a mate. Share us with a mate. Um, And I don't know what we've got coming next week. We're sort of a bit loosey-goosey. We're in between seasons. So it's highly probable we might just... This might be our last episode before our Michael Mann season drops. It might be. It might be. So you might get something special in between. I don't know, Craig and I might get very excited and do a Paddington 2 episode. I don't Ooh, know. Padding- <laughs> I, I just saw Paddington that in the wall two. over there. I, I love like, Paddington. I would do too. a Paddington 2 episode, man. Uh, I'm really That's why with Brendan... Brendan Gleeson. That is fantastic. Yeah, that fantastic. <laughs> I, think, I, I read someone said that the Paddington 2 is the Godfather 2 of the Paddington series. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. We love the Paddington movies here in our home. Um, that was a little joke, but we might do it. Who knows? Um, so, from all of us here, check, keep posted on the socials. That'll be where you really know what's coming next week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but from all of us here from First to Last Podcast, I'm Jeff Reed. I'm Craig Killian. And we'll catch you next week. See you, dudes. <laughs>